Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Stella Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome everyone to another Collider Body Slam Raw Recap. We are doing this one early in the morning. I am here. I got my boss shirt. My, well, another one of my Black Friday pickups hey, here. that is a cool shirt. Right? The, yeah. The, the Sasha Banks. Is, if that, is that from like, the exclusive shop? Yes. Or the, 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 the custom shop or yes. whatever? That is cool. The they boss. really have do cooler. They have cooler shirts on the custom shop than they do on WWE shop. I agree. I agree. I really enjoy this one, so it was nice to wear this one. I've got one more El Idolo watch on my word tomorrow. We shall see. But anyway, uh, Raw, this was so interesting. I am John.
John Roca, one of your hosts here for Collider Body Slam, joined as always by the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheet. He had three dogs to deal with this morning, so he is <laughs> he is awake and alive and a little irritated. Yeah, no, no, I'm not too irritated. <laughs> Actually, you know, I just I'm more awake and alive. You know, I, I, uh, I I'm not used to doing these so early in the morning, but I like it. I'm pumped. I, yeah. I, 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 well, it's not so early in the morning. I talk like we're at like the crack of dawn. It's it's eight thirty. It's so. tr- it's three a.m. in the morning while we're recording. <laughs> no, no, but let's get into it. Uh, so much happened on this raw, and starting off with. Rollins coming for our jobs. He came out to confront Corbin, and basically uh, what everyone has been complaining about on, on these review and recap shows, or we've been complaining, that's for sure, uh, Rollins put into voice on screen. This wasn't CM Punk with the pipe bomb, but this certainly was uh, echoing what the fans have been saying. So it's a weird meta moment because it isn't Corbin booking these damn matches. It isn't Corbin creating these storylines. It's creative and Vince. So what do you think was the point of all of this? Okay, so first, before I, we dive into that whole, yeah. the whole promo, uh, I did you think it was awkward how long they had Seth stand in the ring at the beginning? Yes. Like, they don't use, like, that, that Burn It Down thing doesn't play repeatedly in yeah. his entrance song, so it was like they were playing the first, it's like you have a ringtone. Yeah. It was like he wasn't answering his phone for his own theme song, and it was just kept going back to the beginning yeah. of the Burn It Down and going in a repeat, which is super awkward. I, I mean, I, I, I think the, 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 what they were going for was that he was about to burn everything down, oh, right? right? Like that, I guess especially so. for the promo that followed, it was like right. a, a, a sign of things to come of like, a, hey, this is what he does when he burns it down. He right. comes in and he speaks the truth. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> hot. He's hot. he comes in hot. Uh, you know, yeah, I, uh, it, very weird. Yeah. Uh, it was weird to be told in this promo and, multiple times throughout the show that the show you've been watching has sucked. Yeah. Even if you haven't said any, we've been saying it, even if everyone's been saying it while watching, yeah. it's weird to tune into a show and have them say, like, yeah, we know, the show's sucked lately. Here's, And we're going to point out all the reasons you've said it. Um, especially because I have a hard time believing that they're making actual changes. I feel like more yeah. it was with the heat factor, you know, to get into, you know, they were building up heat to, to you know, to be to allow Rollins to do something like this because I had heard from people that they were aware of what they were doing in the past couple weeks. Like I kind of yeah. said on here, yeah. that they were aware of what they were doing in the past couple weeks. They were trying to piss everyone off. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I, it was odd. To have that happen, yeah. first and foremost. But beyond that, it was a cool moment. I mean, it was a cool yeah. opening segment. It was it was like, it was very much like, a, you know, you said the p- pipe bomb. And it's not so much a pipe bomb. But, you know, when he like when he mentioned uh, the revival, it was very yeah. reminiscent of when it was like, hi, Colt Cabana. And, the, you know, even though Colt Cabana didn't work on the company at the time, and right. the, re- the revival does. Uh, it had that same kind of vibe to it. So, I, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um I mean, don't you think it was kind of weird though to have like the main person? Yes, like, right. Because you wouldn't see that like if you're like I'm trying to think of like what it would be comparable to. Like, it's hard because there's not really a lot of shows mm-hmm. that are comparable to wrestling yeah, in, yeah. in terms of like blending reality I, with fiction. I think it'd be Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady coming out going, "Why is Kaepernick not here in the league?" What is this all about? Roger Goodell's taking forty million dollars a year. What is he doing? Roger, you're an idiot. Like well, at, well, that, at a at a state of the union but, NFL but, situation. But the difference is that this is scripted. Right, 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 right. So, so like, so, yeah, the, the, okay, I fair. Think that's the difference to me yeah. is that like it's. It, 
if that were to happen, it would be a genuine moment of like someone venting their frustration right. to let it be known they support Colin Kaepernick. S- totally. Right, right. But it's interesting to me that like yeah, they, scripted they, to do they, it. I'm trying to think of like a mm. scripted environment where they would script themselves to say that the per- show they've produced the past couple weeks has sucked. You it's know? If, if maybe Christian would give the outlaw a chance to complain about the showdown, <laughs> uh, like to really complain about this. And Christian told me what to say complaining about his own product. That, that, it would be so. a sin, a kind of close to that. It would be yeah. similar to that. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Yeah. But like, oh, I almost picture it being like a soap opera or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. even though soap opera doesn't really blend reality fiction, so it's kind of, I guess it's more like a reality show coming out, like like the Jersey Shore coming on TV and Snooki being like, man, past two weeks of Jersey Shore really fucking sucked. Yeah, you know, like you'd yeah. be like, that's jarring. You yeah. know, like, I've watched the past couple weeks and I think it sucks, but you shouldn't think it right. sucks. It's your show. Yeah. You know? So the ratings are down. No one's watching our show. Yeah, it was. It was, and like you said, it, it was. It was very meta mm-hmm. to have Vince script a character yeah. to complain about the things that he himself has written, Vince has written, yeah. but direct it at another character on the show. That's a weird – like imagine Vince sitting there writing that, like yeah. writing someone complain, writing down – Everyone's complaints about his own script. That's a that's a weird scenario. Oh, like, yeah. it's, I feel like that's one of those like only in wrestling type things. Yeah, thoroughly weird, thoroughly insane. But I also think, ironically, I think it accomplished two things in this. This was maybe the best Corbin's ever been. Agreed. Back and forth on a promo. And second, I think they're setting up uh, Rollins now to go for the main strap. I, I think they are too. That was a, that. This is why you leave him out there that long before anyone shows up. You let the public like really enjoy him and savor him. Then you have him say what the public been thinking about saying the voice of the people in that way and against Corbin and so now Corbin's going to put him through hell a la Vince and Stone Cold again we've seen this numerous we've seen this little storyline play out a million times and then eventually he's going to be in a situation where he's going to win the, the main title and he may lose the IC title in the process but that's because he's being set up to win the main title so I, I even you know while watching this was I think I thought the same thing while watching mm. it that it was like okay they're, they're giving the ball to Seth here. yeah like yeah, they're yeah. seeing if he can run with it they're giving him a chance here for me personally, the the Seth Rollins face character since since he kind of like came back from injury yeah. and like since he really kind of became a face again, you know, because I think when he came back from injury, he was still he got injured a couple of times. Like, but yeah. when he really solidified his face turn, it never felt genuine to me. Mm-hmm. It always felt like they did a little turn of character, you know, a little t- you know t- twisting character yeah, to kind of like tweaked yeah. it a little bit to get what you needed out of it yeah. you know he, people would cheer for him but it never felt like genuine to me like and maybe it's because like i just i, I don't know it's I, I i for me personally it's hard to believe him as a face yeah. you know because um he just strikes me as such a heel you yeah. know and, and he did so well as a heel on the on the main roster when he was champion and stuff but yeah it never felt 100% genuine to me and last night was the f- one of the first times in his entire mm-hmm. face run as like a main eventer you know you know, oppor- you know since he's been in the main event as a face mm-hmm. um, the first time where I was like you know that guy does have it again like that guy has you can see he feels energized yeah. again like that they gave him the, he he feels like he's given the ball again yeah. and he wants to run with it like he's like oh I'm getting the chance again yeah. let's do this you know and, and I, I really felt that last night even so much when he, you know, even more so when he had that promo after the promo yeah, backstage, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it was like, you know what? I finally said, if I'm going to be a champion, I can't sit in the back anymore. I have to do something. I have to come out, and I have to be a champion. I have to do what champions do, yeah. all that kind of stuff. I was like, man, that was good stuff. That was good, solid character building stuff. Where yeah. you go, like, 
that made sense now. Like that, that why he went out there made perfect sense. Why he went out there and he complained about all the things, he complained about the ratings, didn't care what what was going to happen because he's a champion and he wants to be a champion. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And you know what? I think you're right. Like I think that at some point in the near future, he's going to have to lose the champion, probably to Baron Corbin. Yeah, probably. I, my guess is that, like you said, I think you're dead on the money. I think Alexa Bliss is going to become the permanent general manager mm-hmm. somehow. I think that Stephanie's going to say, you did a terrible job. You let Look what Seth Rollins said. Yeah. You let the ratings go to all-time low. You let chaos run wild. You let Lucha House Party rules happen. Yeah. You let all these things go down. You're not fit to be general manager. Right. Alexa Bliss, on the other hand, she's done great. She's done these public forums where yeah. she's talking to the fans. <laughs> She's taking advice from. She's handled the women's division. She keeps women in line. She doesn't have to let women, you know, the heels run them up yep. to, to show who's in, in order, you know, who's in charge. Um, Alexa, you're in charge. And then I think Corbin's going to be so pissed off about it that he's going to have to. He's going to beat Seth. Somehow he yeah. cheats to beat Seth for the title right. to lead the way for Seth to go to Brock at WrestleMania. I mean, it's going to be what's his face being the referee. You just Heath. know, yeah, Heath. It's going to be Heath being the referee. Well, okay, well, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to the yeah, Heath yeah. stuff because I, I, I really like the Heath Slater stuff. Still, <laughs> it's starting to work. All right, so the Rock Tag Team Champions were up next. Uh, Authors of Pain uh, with Drake, for some reason, took on Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. I don't know how they got a title shot, but they got a title shot and now, and then they won. And like, what was the whole fucking point? What was the whole point of giving the AOP the belts and have them have a run as these big, unbeatable dudes if you're just going to hand the belt to Gable and Roode on some bullshit with Drake Maverick? I just, all around, is this the end of Drake Maverick? As, are they like setting up to move him out and put Precious Paul? Do you think they're working no. on stuff behind the scenes? No. No? Okay. No, All no, right. no. Right. You know, Vince, it is wrestling. He's a kid. You, you, you think that he's got still thinking about Paul Ellering? No, he is. he's thinking about piss. That's the only like, key that he's thinking of. I feel of. like Paul's whispering in his ear, Precious Paul would be great. Paul no. Heyman whispering in his ear. No, no. But you know Drake Maverick is Vince loves it. He pees on stuff. He yeah. pees on himself. I know, but they're, they're setting him up to be an idiot. Like he's taking away from the AOP. He is taking. He's now a liability in terms of AOP getting over as this badass killer team. But what oh. if? Go with me here. Sure. What if this is being done in an effort to make you so mad at Drake Maverick for the next six months? Yeah. Where he's constantly. Screwing everything up for the authors of pain, and they finally snap and they beat the crap out of them, and then they're this monster face duo. That they're they're like tough That's badasses. They don't have a manager. Okay. I'm just saying, like, I, I, it's punching down to beat a two foot tall guy when you're both ten feet. Yes, but if he continually messes everything yeah, up for you guys, sure. and he, you promise, and then it beat right. him, I don't know, like I don't I, I don't hate it because you know what? I'll be honest, with you, it's better than what they were doing before. Yeah, I don't. They, which with that. was like nothing, you yeah, know. I agree. So so um. I, my major gripe with this, I, I didn't. Yes, I feel the same way. The the, the title reign was very short, yeah. though. I think they're going to get the tails back soon. I okay. don't. I don't foresee it being like on Chad Gable and Bobby Roode for long. Although, who knows? Who knows? Considering the Vince team probably, had a run, yeah, and Vince is probably the only person who seems entertained by that yeah. tag team. What bothers me more <laughs> about that tag team? Yeah, is like everyone watching. I don't. I feel like most people that look at that tag team go like Chad Gable is. Such an entertaining dude. Yeah. Like even my girlfriend watching, who's like, she likes wrestling, but she's not like hardcore right. like us. She's like, why don't they do more with Chad Gable? Like, mm-hmm. sh- like I feel like they don't do enough with Chad Gable. And then she came, he came walking out dressed up like Bobby Roode, and she was like, what? Yeah, like that's weird, you know. And I, and I felt the same way. It was like, I, if anything, Bobby Roode should try to be more like Chad Gable than Chad Gable trying to be like Bobby Roode. Yeah, uh, I. I 
you know, I the the at this point, like the glorious thing is not over anymore. Not like anymore. it's it's almost it's it's ir- it's irritating to yeah. me at this point. Like yeah. it's it's so like if you're not gonna make it a heel thing, it's not a face thing anymore. That's what I feel like it's wrapped up in wasted potential. Yeah. Wasted, and so when people hear it, they're like, Oh, remember when this was so great at NXT? Yeah. Remember when they blew it when it came to the main roster and now they're still trying to make it happen? And remember you still feel the same way with Chad Gable yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And now Chad Gable's in there, you're like, Oh, remember when Chad Gable was awesome yeah. in American Alpha and they were like one right. of the most pro- one of the best tag teams in, in WWE, yeah. you know? And it's like and then he got like for some reason just cast aside as like the guy we can just throw in tag teams wherever mm-hmm. need be, you know. I just, yeah, yeah I, that was the most disappointing part of it to me. But on the other hand, like, kudos to them. I mean, like, yeah, Chad Gable got a title in WWE. That's great. Chad Gable's tag team champion again. I'm happy for that. I'm a Chad Gable fan, so yeah. like, I personally am pumped to see Chad Gable be a champion in WWE again. Yeah, we'll see. I just hope that it leads to more than just like him being little Nate to, for Bobby Roode, right? Because that's how it looks when yep. you watch it. Yep. like it looks like he's like. A, a little brother in wearing his big brother's clothes mm-hmm. standing next to it. It just, it just doesn't look right. Like, yeah. and Chad Gable's cool on his own. Like, I like the fact that the whole towel thing was never really used on the main roster is mind boggling to yeah. me because that was one of the mo- one of the most fun parts about his caber about his character was the ready, willing, and Gable thing. Yeah, that was awesome. It'd be like taking away the three eyes from Kurt Angle before he got on the main <laughs> roster. I feel like they never really and maybe they did it early on when they were on SmackDown, but I feel like it never really was a thing they did on the main roster. Yeah. I, I feel like the comments are going to be flooded. People tell me I'm wrong, but I, I feel like if it was, it, it wasn't used for long. And I, I, I feel like I love that ready, willing, and game yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't disagree. Also, since we passed over the beginning, I don't think we have time to go back to sure. it. Sure. Do you think it's like counteractive to, to back to the beginning a little yeah. bit? Because I, I, I thought about it as we were talking about this. Do you think it's counteractive to tell the you know to tell the audience the show they've been watching has sucked? Uh, or do you think it's helpful if they're going to make some con- if they're going to do some kind of change? I think it's their way of owning it. It's a meta way of owning it, and it's also kind of a thing to the fans of like, hey, we hear you, we're recognizing it. Just like uh, you know, like uh, CM Punk's Pike Bomb. Yeah, they told him what to hit. They probably told him what to hit, but he said, I want to hit this and this and this. And maybe he went off script in a couple of spots. But overall, that was all talked about ahead of time. And that was on purpose, right? Because they saw, okay, this could work. Like the few times that it gets through to Vince that this could work in a different way than you've, than you've been doing it since the eighties. Like this could, and I think this is that they realized, okay, maybe Triple H was said to him, like, look, the ratings are tanking. We need to own this shit. Like we need to have somebody come out there. Somebody the fans love come out there and tell court. We put it on Corbin. We don't put it on ourselves. We put it on Corbin about what's been going on. And now the fans feel like there's hope for change. There's possibilities that things will turn around uh, now that we've said it out loud and put it out there. So now the fans, like, subconsciously know that we're going to make some changes. But what – but – but. Okay, and I agree with sure, you. Sure, it's dangerous. But don't you think it's real da- – yes. Don't you think Agreed. it's real dangerous to do that when you know in your heart at the end of the day you're not really going to make any changes? Like you might make a change of thing here or there, yeah. but you're not going to make any changes. Like nothing's yeah. really going to be different. Like at the end of the day, it's going to be the same show. You're not making drastic changes to the show because of yeah. two bad episodes. Well, I think they had to do something. And I think it's more than two. I think it's the whole year. Raw hasn't well, been that great. I don't think overall. you say the whole year. We when okay. we when we started doing these recap shows, we were very high on Raw. 
Braun was destroying okay. oh, things. Oh, fair enough. Okay. And that All was right. only right. four months ago when I started here. Okay. So, I mean, we were pretty high on Raw. It's that, been a year. Uh, it's been a year. I don't know if you know this, but it's been a year, Ryan. Since I've been here? Yeah. It's been no, it's only been four months. Trust me. I'm well aware of how many months I've been here. I just had to do some paperwork on it. So, uh. <laughs> no, you're right. You're, we were a little, yeah, we were higher on it than before, but like, yeah, the last, but I think it's more than two, I think it's been the last few weeks. Yeah, last few weeks. Yeah, it's been, it's, there's but been issues. Two weeks. Yeah, it's sure. Really bad. Like, they, yeah. we had our gripes, but we weren't like, Shitting all over the entire show right, until the right. past like two to three weeks. Yeah. Two but, weeks, really. Like, we had a bad week. We were like, wow, that was bad. And then the next one came and we were like, oh, yeah. what are we going to say that's positive about this? And then there was last week where right. it was nothing really fixed. So I get it. Yes, you're right. I think that they. I get, but do they need to acknowledge it? I think they had to. Why? I, I think because they want to make changes and they want to fail. But the, do you think they're actually going to want to make changes? Yes. Like what? I I don't know what's coming, but certainly giving Seth a, a spotlight is a change to move into the main to move into the main spot possibly. I have especially him believe- bitching about uh, 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 Lesnar not defending, not fighting since 2012 on, on Raw. That was a wild. Fact. I didn't know that was true. <laughs> I didn't either. Me and my girlfriend looked up. at each other. We were like. That is a crazy I know. fact. He shows up and he doesn't fight unless he's like got a back and forth promo thing or something. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. So yeah, that was mind blowing. That was a that was a, that was a wild fact. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, whoa, I didn't. I don't think I even recalled that. I, I, I don't know that Lesnar. I felt like he had one or two yeah. since he's been you know since he came back. Right. Crazy. Well, yeah. And they made a title change. And so, you know, there's things they're going through that I think they're making a little bit of changes through this. The Drake Maverick thing now costing the title. That <laughs> the title something. change they made was to Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. I agree, but at least it's change. It's something different. I, I, okay. And, and I would say that what we're going to get to next, Ruby Riot coming out, that, that is really uncomfortable. And, okay. But that, I think it still was like a change. No, it was just as bad as it's been before with their well, whole thing. This the is glasses. worse than glasses. You exactly. Picture on the table. Exactly. That's I feel madness. like that shows they're not changing. That's just in oh. line with everything they've been doing. To me, it feels like they're leaning even more into it. They're going all the way with it rather than something stupid like glasses, which people were making fun of for weeks since it happened. So, they were like, we're, we're going to have you go through your dad's image. Yeah. That's messed up. That's super messed up. But it's change. I think it's even leaning in even harder into it, in my opinion. But if you're ch- it's change, uncomfortable as hell. If the change that you make is to make things like not as yeah. like maybe less cool. That's- wait till wait till Ambrose takes away uh, Reigns' leukemia medication. Then you know you've gone full on nuts. It's gonna happen. Oh, that whole sec the, the Ambrose stuff was weird this week, <laughs> and we'll get to that. But what do you think of the Ruby Riot? Did you like this? You know, I didn't dislike it. Okay. It was just like a. It was just like a like a oh boy, like oh boy. That was really all I could say. It was uncomfortable. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, her dad is not even what. It's been a month, less than a month. It's been a little longer than that, yeah. but still, still. Yeah. Look, it took me three years to get over the death of my dad, and no one was trying to bring him up all the time and make put me through a table with his image in it. That's madness to me. It's one of those things. I mean, where, I think the Ambo would appreciate it, but it's yeah, still that's what to I was me. gonna say. It's one of those things where <sighs> wrestling is such a weird, it weird is. business, mm-hmm. you know. Because my girlfriend, yeah, because my girlfriend was saying the same thing last night. She was like, "Man, like, I get it, but like, mm-hmm. it's so fresh." You know? know, like she was like, "It just happened." Because she watched whole Divas and stuff too, and she was like, "It just happened." Like, do they have to do that? Yeah. And I was like, "I mean, no, they don't have to do that." But I think, like, in that 
mindset of wrestlers yeah. and their children, like and their family members. I think they do see it as like in the business, it's not seen as yeah. like a gross thing like that. In the business, it's seen as like, hey, you got this wrestler got to be involved in an angle mm-hmm. one last time, well, one last angle on right. the way out. Even in death, they get to help put over their kid right. or whoever. And I guess you can't be too mad about that. But as a viewer, it is more awkward because I do think there's a disconnect there where, yeah. like, yes, to those in the business, it's a, it's a, it's a it's an honor to some, you know, right. like, especially. Like, Natty being directly involved, I have a hard time believing Natty wasn't like, oh, of course. let's do this. Yeah. Jim, my, my dad would love this. You know, I, 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 it might even help with the grieving process. Yeah. But it, it, it is tough to watch yeah. sometimes because you're like, oh, man, like, this guy died, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy just died. But at the end of the day, you know this is all building heat. Like, yeah. this is all to build heat so that Natty can be more over. Well, listen, if you watch Total Bellas... Total Divas. Total Divas. Sorry, Total Divas. And with with and I watched the first few seasons. Like Natty's, she's very insecure about her position all the time in the company. That comes through in all those episodes. She feels like she isn't used enough. She loses. She lost that spot at WrestleMania. She knows she she has all these things that go happen to her. To me, this is like I know I know everybody says she's great and she's awesome and she's a nice person. She is, but she's also desperate for the spotlight, and you can tell. And this, I this, don't know. Do you still this, watch the show? This angle, though, is very uncomfortable. Do you don't still you watch? Think, Total no, Divas? I don't. I don't. I don't. See, I'm still a loyal watcher. Okay. Well, I've does it not? Behind the scenes. No, okay. I don't think she's like that at all anymore. Okay. I don't think she's desperate for her position in the slightest bit. Okay. Uh, I think that she's very comfortable in her position now. She's very happy with everything that's okay, going then on. I take it Especially back. with TJ being on the road and a producer now that she gets to like be around and stuff okay. like. I think she's very comfortable with everything that's going so on. She's and so she's happy to do this spot. Yeah, okay. I honestly believe that there is no, there's no need to be no. need to use this to be stay relevant in some way. No, okay. not at all, all not right. at all. I, I take not, your word for it. I don't watch it, so I take your not word for it. Not my opinion. No, if anything, I really do think that it's like it helps her as part of the grieving process as a wrestler. Oh, then I, mean, I respect of, that. Think of how many wrestlers have you know. It's a thing, you, yeah. know, like, all, you know. Not all. I mean, Cody Rhodes was against it. Cody right. Rhodes is heavily against yes, using anything dad. related yeah, to his yeah, dad because yeah, yeah. I think he's very much like you. Like, it's it's a thing that he has to get through. Exactly. He's still something he's still getting through, mm-hmm. you know, and he gets through it in his own way, you know. Yeah. So I think that you can't really fault anyone for the way they get through. And I'm not. Any, no, no, I know you're not. If I know she's you're okay not. with it. I'm okay because I haven't heard of it. Trust me. If she wasn't, I feel like I would have heard about it. Uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, so I, I don't think that that's the case at all. You know, I think that you know, just not wrestling related, for example. But yeah. like, my brother passed away. You know, yeah. a few years, you know, while ago now, and like he um, he was an organ organ donor. Right. right, right. Uh, so uh, someone got his heart, and that person's still alive and and doing things. And so f- my parents. Uh, you know, made the effort to try and meet the person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they went and met the person. You know, a few weeks ago, and and it was very, it was a very cool thing for them. Cool. You know, um, but for me, it doesn't really help the grieving process at all. Right, like, right. it doesn't make me happier to see this. You know, happier or more sad yeah, to yeah. see that this person has a brother's heart. Like, it's just a a beating heart at this point. Like, it's yeah. not connected to my brother even though he says like oh, I like Mexican food now like I, it's not it's not you know like this, this just cuz this Asian guy likes Mexican food now <laughs> yeah. it doesn't mean my brother's in there somewhere <laughs> right, you know right. that's how i look at it you know but it helps my fa- parents you yeah. know so like cool helps them great you know so i think it's just you can't really fault how people go through the grieving process so if if natty wasn't okay with it i feel like yeah, yeah. it wouldn't be a thing i bet you anything i have, I, I have a feeling that she was 
very much pushed for it. Even. Okay. All right. I'm down. By the way, I've never found Ruby Riot more hotter than she was doing this promo. I like the crazy ones. What can I tell you? I like she the crazy did. mean ones. She is. <laughs> she yeah. No, she but, was hot doing this promo. <laughs> Yeah, my girlfriend had similar comments while watching yeah, it. See? Uh, she was sexy doing this thing. Yeah, but uh, beyond just that, man, Ruby Riot yes. is – like I don't know what what switch turned on inside and, and of her. We've seen this happen many times though, Ryan, over yeah. the years of wrestling. But when she Some was gone gets for an like, opportunity and then boom. Yeah, but she, when she was oh, gone yeah. for like a few weeks, yep. I think that she really like – I don't know what it was mm-hmm. – but she came back with like mm-hmm. a fury, and she has been a- excellent on the microphone. Like mm-hmm. I feel like unsung, like promo hero yeah. lately. Like she has just been spitting fire. Like she's not Becky Lynch or whatever. Yeah, right, right. But man, I feel like I feel like people in the back have to be taking notice of the higher up type people. Yeah. Have to be taking notice of like oh, yeah. how much she is. Killing it on the microphone, like she's great. She I mean, will like have a title soon. Yeah, I, I, she has to be one of those ones that's like slotted in there as like a hey, this girl is going to be here for the long run. Yeah, with Alexa being sidelined with the injury, now moving to kind of GM status, and then you have Nia fumbling the ball like crazy with her promos and this whole thing with Ronda. Oh, that promo was <sighs> so bad; oh, it's terrible. <laughs> you, you, there's room for Ruby to slide in here and take this spot. There's a spot for her to take. She is doing the workmanlike approach. She appeals to the old school wrestling fans and the new fans. So. To me, this she's got the right combo. She keeps laying down this groundwork. She is going to be there with a belt of runaways and much deserved. And like you said, the look is kind of like there yeah. now. Like she, she just like oozes confidence mm-hmm. now. And I think that's part of why you're saying that. Yeah, because I don't think she looks that much different than she no, has it's before. Oozing confidence. It's that she's oozing like all this confidence yeah. that you look at her and you're just like. Like you're just like man, that person is a badass, you yeah, know. Like, like Becky. yeah, similar. To, it's very yeah. similar to Becky. Yeah. I mean, she might not be catching on no, no, like no. Becky but is, she but like, will. but I think she will too. Like yeah. she, I honestly think that she is kind of like gonna be the Becky that like the, the next person that people are like that's the unsung hero. Yeah. Like Becky was always that. Becky was always like, hey, yeah. she should be getting more opportunity, but she's instead she's talking about quinoa in the back. I have a feeling Ruby Riot is going to be the next one where people are like, why is Ruby Riot yeah. not champion yet? Like, yeah. I, and it's going to be tough because that women's division is stacked right now. Yeah. And on top of it being stacked, there's like this huge roster of women in NXT right now that are like chomping at the bit to right. get there, like to where they're not even getting called up yet. Like a Nikki Cross. Yep. Nikki Cross should have been on the main roster yesterday, yeah. you know, or a month ago, a year, you know, whatever, when the when mm, Sandy, Sandy came up. up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's like, man, like, the the women's division is is crazy good right now, and so uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool to see her coming into her own like that. Yeah, it. definitely. Uh, well, coming in their own is Drew McIntyre more and more every week. Totally, what a great match against Ziggler. I love this. Well, uh, you know, before to hate yeah. to go off there, but the Drew McIntyre thing right there. I, I think what Seth Rollins said at the top of the show, yeah. is so true that right now the talent on this roster is. Maybe uncomparable to yeah. some of the rosters they've had in the past. You know, like it is so stacked, so good. Mm. And we're just seeing that, like a Seth Rollins, Ruby Riot, Drew McIntyre, right. um, Dean. Dean, you know, yeah. like a oh, man, like it's, and that's the top. That's, uh, Dean hasn't even come into the show yet, but I'm yeah. just talking about the people we've just seen oh, yeah, in the fair, first fair, hour, fair. hour yep. and a half of Raw or whatever. Yep. Like such talent, and yeah. that's just packed in like the first hour of the show. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, re- it's really crazy. But this is a good match, I would say, overall. Great stuff between these two guys. They're kind of pushing. In this breakup a little too quickly for me, but we knew it was coming eventually, so it's happening now. I imagine Ziggler will end up being a face or sadly tumble back down to mid.
mid card status. Uh, you posted, I think, a tweet that he's on a, a comedy tour. Yeah, he's doing a comedy tour. So maybe he's getting a little bit of break here. Well, it seems to be like in conjunction with yeah. like uh, you know his his live events and stuff. Right. Like that. So it seems to coincide. Yeah. So it's working out in that way. So once again, now McIntyre now moving forward. It does kind of cheapen uh, Ziggler's victory last week, but. It had to happen. Yeah, but at the same time, I thought they played it off so well in that promo from McIntyre right before the yeah, match, yeah. where he was like, I'll say right now, like, I don't care about losing. Yeah. Everyone loses. Andre the Giant lost. Stone Cold Steve Austin lost. Hulk Hogan lost. Like, I don't think he said Hogan. I forget which ones he named, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know. Um, but but the, him putting it into perspective like that yeah. was genius. Like, it was like, it made his loss... Not even matter anymore. Like, we talked about it last week. Like, oh, I mean, like, but, it, you know, they could have built it up to it. You know what? They didn't have to. Like, yeah. it's not like he was Brock Lesnar where they were building up the undefeated streak. It just so happened that he wasn't – he hadn't lost yet. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think we were keeping track of his win record and realizing that. It just so happened that he hadn't lost yet. So I think it was played off well to where he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. And then he won, so it was like – Yes, it did make last week's win m- less important for Dolph. Right. I, you're right yeah. in that regard. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was smart because I think that Drew is the more important yeah. star right now. Yeah. And so he should be protected more than Dolph Ziggler. Did we need a six-minute uh, interview with Titus O'Neil and Bailey? Did we need a six-minute interview with those two for the Mixed Match Challenge and all of that? You know what? I may have... I may have missed that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Six minutes. I'm glad I missed that. Yeah. Is then, that where they talked about? Okay, okay. Titus stepping in for Finn because Finn's injured. See, I went to the bathroom and then I didn't see that part and I was really confused the rest of the show. Okay, so they had an interview that explained that Finn was injured and that he's missing Mixed Match Challenge, but he's and, still going to be at TLC. Uh, they haven't said if it's going to be a TLC or not. Because that was what was... Okay, so I... Did, okay, actually, I take it back. I did see that part. Because Titus is in there. I did see that part. Yeah. Wait, was it... Is it Titus who, who replaced it or Apollo? Oh, I'm sorry, Apollo. God damn it. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Because they're both in the same tag, tag team. That messed you me up. used to be in the sorry, same tag Apollo. team. Yeah, they used to be. But Apollo... That's what threw me off. I was like, I don't remember it. Yeah, I apologize. Bailey, Apollo, 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 Apollo. That I do remember. And I was confused. It's... <laughs> It's 3 a.m. Give me a break. It's 3 a.m. Guys, give us a break. <laughs> no, no. Apollo, yes, stepping uh, in. I did see that. Six-minute interview. Do we need a six-minute interview? No, we don't. Um, and I was I was very confused. because, And I remember texting James about this during the show now, now that I know the right yeah, person yeah. you're talking oh, about. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> uh, I remember texting James during the show, <laughs> and I said to him, like, did I miss something? Because... This whole Drew McIntyre segment, they kept talking about how Finn versus Drew at TLC. Finn versus Drew at TLC. He's ready for Finn at TLC. Right? They said it multiple times. I don't think it's going to be Finn. But then they they cut to this Bailey Apollo thing. Apollo. Apollo. They cut this Bailey Apollo Cruz thing. Um, I love AC. (laughs) And they're talking about how he's injured. And I was like, wait. They just were hyping that it's going to be Finn versus Drew at TLC this weekend. And now they're saying Finn Balor's injured. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So I was, I was confused by that because it was very separate things they were telling you there. Yeah. Um, I have heard – I don't know what the, uh, how long – but yeah. The yeah. illness thing that was reported is what I've heard. He's got like a little bit of an illness. Oh, an illness. I, he, I think they were in Mexico recently and it's oh, like a Mexico. It might be a little like <laughs> a little sickness kind of a thing. Are you joking? You know? oh. Not like Montezuma's Revenge. He's out just for that type of thing. But like I, I think it's That's something weird. that they maybe like a Mexico kind of thing. You can get sick in Mexico. You, know? you can get sick in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so uh, I think it was something related to that. So I think that's why they kind of were so okay. um, 
open about, like kind of like broad about it. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm guessing. I have a feeling he'll be available, but if not, um, I wonder what they do. I wonder yeah. how they like work around it. I guess they get to say he's still injured and well, can't make it. Yeah, but then what do you do with Ziggler? Drew? Ziggler. Again, yeah. they did it on Raw. Yeah, you do, but you make it a TLC. That makes sense to me but as a rubber be, match. But it wasn't going to be a TLC between... No, but that's what you do. You ask me what you do. You make Ziggler, you make it a rubber match, and you make it a TLC match. Because I do think that they did the TLC match on Raw this week. Yeah. Because we're not getting Braun versus Baron in a TLC match. Right, And this right. was like their make good on it. Like, hey, we feel bad that we're doing a TLC pay-per-view yeah. and we're promoting Braun versus Baron. You're not really going to get an actual yeah. TLC match. because <laughs> You keep saying it, but you're not going to get it. You keep saying it, you're not going to get it. Because I'm going to yeah. work on it today. But I just have, I just got that vibe while watching. That I was like, why don't they give us a TLC match Yeah, a few days before TLC pay-per-view where the whole hook is that you get to see one of these matches or yeah. two of these matches. Doesn't make sense. That was my thought process while watching it. Yeah. Um uh, but wait, where are we? Oh, the the the, the, the yeah. Finn stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I hope that we get Finn versus Drew McIntyre still because man, if Finn got sick as they're giving him a push, finally again, again, that will be the or worst. injured or injured. I don't think he's injured. Okay. From what I've heard, it's an, okay. a sickness kind of a thing. Okay. Um, and that there's kind of like a fear in general amongst the roster that there might be more sick. Yikes. People may have gotten sick in Mexico. Right. Um. But if he got sick again as he's on the verge of another push, even if it was just by random occurrence in Mexico, that sucks, man. Like, that is terrible for his luck that he's finally going to push to, like, getting a test as one of, like, the, in one of the top feuds on the show and he gets sick again. Man. Yeah. Like, that can't – we all know how Vince is. Vince is yeah. even, like, coughing. Vince yeah. Hayden will cough and sneeze around him. There's no way he's going to like not look at that as some sort of like a weakness on Finn, right. you know, which is so stupid. So stupid, but you can't help but think about it just knowing the stories you hear about Vince McMahon. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. sneezing thing, for instance. Like, you can't even help sneezing, and he hates it. He hates those sneezer. He expects no one to sneeze around him. That is preposterous. It's preposterous. Coffee? Get away from me. Coffee? You're going to make me ill. <sighs> you weak son of a you bitch. You weak coffer. <laughs> you weak sneezer. <laughs> well, Dean Ambrose. Uh, so Dean Ambrose does this promo with Charlie Caruso doing this whole thing about whether this or that. And, uh, you know, with Rollins and thinks Rollins is doing the ego trip action and all this. So uh, I love that they showed that video and then he just walks on out. Uh, it's just like, that's it. Enough said. You like that? I did. I, I, thought, I thought it was cool. I thought it was very out of current Dean Ambrose character okay. to stand there for that long of a vignette. Like, I feel like he was oh. left. Like, oh, okay. you know, like, I know it's a TV show. He's crazy. He's, he's a lunatic fringe. Don't call him that. I, I, not to his face. Don't call him that, Roka. What'd you think about that part, too, him saying not to call him that? Yeah, I th- it just goes along with what's been going I on so since too. he did the break. When he went at Rollins about it before he actually turned on Rollins. I like that he doesn't want people to call him crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he finds himself not to be crazy. Don't I like call me crazy. I, It's a nice little wrinkle. Yeah. Uh, so, um, even though it's been done in the past yes, or whatever. Of um, but I still, yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I, I liked him. Wait, he did, didn't he say one thing? Didn't he say, uh, he didn't fully walk away. No, she no. said, like, what would Roman Reigns think about this? And he, like, stood there forever, and then it was like a. Who cares, right? Yeah. Now he said, like, yep. who cares? And he walked away. I loved that. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Because you know what? At the end of the day, I like that. And we've all, we have all we talked shit on it initially when it was like him still mentioning Roman Reigns and leukemia. But they're friends, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, these they guys are. are friends. 
And if they want to still, if this helps Roman in his fight, his cancer fight with cancer, knowing that there's a built-in feud that's happening while he's away, that his presence is still being kept alive by his two best friends in another feud, with the hope that it will build up insane amounts of heat for Dean Ambrose when Roman Reigns comes back. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Like I so I can't I can't hate it. Like I can't I can't oh, hate it. And I like I like that he like yeah. who, cares? who cares? It made him seem like it made him seem like such a dick. Yeah. The most dick thing that he's done since training. I, I don't who cares? He beat up Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins beat him up once. Like, yeah. Whatever, you know, but yeah, the who cares thing of like Roman Reigns, you're like, but that's your that's your boy. He didn't do it. <laughs> he did nothing to you. Like Ain't Roman Reigns boy? was there for you. Yeah. Like, don't who cares, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Answer, Dean Ambrose. <laughs> Don't be a dick. I loved it. That was great. All right, we got like a, a little bit over ten minutes left, so we should jump in these last two. Well, I'm going to skip this. Uh, uh, Elias, Bobby, Elias, do you care about this, Leo Rush? Do you want to say anything about it? I mean, okay, wait, wait, wait. No, but the, the Heath referee, Slater. yeah, the Heath Slater. But I thought it was. You don't like you don't like this? Go ahead. Talk I about thought it. Heath Slater as referee this was great. Nice, yeah, this is a nice little story. He's like, he, he hates that he has to do it. He's begrudgingly yeah. doing it. I thought it builds up so much sympathy for Heath Slater. Yeah, it does. Like, it man. Does. Like when he walked out, me and my girlfriend at the same time both said, "Oh, poor Heath Slayer!" Like right. legitimately, because he, he had the sad look but on his face the with the stripes. Here's the deal, Ryan. How much longer do we have to play storylines out where he's the sad sack and his wrestling ability in the ring doesn't sell him? That it's all about setting up these situations. That's not fair to say because he he's saying. not given the opportunity. When he has been given the opportunity, like that one time, the one time yeah. he's ever been given an opportunity to actually wrestle a competitive match yeah. against Seth Rollins, people went crazy for it. Okay. So it's not fair to say that. And every time he's been involved in stuff, whether it be Wait, 3MB okay. or, or, or whatever. Or like, Rhino with him? Or Rhino, people get, it's gotten over. Everything that he has done has gotten over. Okay. You can't say that he doesn't get over. You okay. don't think he Slater gets over? It's not that I don't get over. It's just I, I'm tired of playing this storyline out with him because last time I was in, I got to feed my kids. Yeah. Now I need a job. Now it's this. It's like it's consistent how much of a sad sack the storylines work with him all the time. Can we get a Heath Slater that doesn't need that shit to get over? Well, but – you you don't find it a compelling storyline to have like someone continually pushed down to where fi- if the for payoff, twenty years well it hasn't been that long but the, if the payoff to this is Heath Slater finally getting a singles opportunity to where like he gets to be himself <laughs> if he gets to wear the title no not the title I don't want to see Heath Slater's if champion McIntyre and and uh, Jinder Mahal and somehow Heath Slater have all held the title. 3MB Dynasty. Be, that would be insane. <laughs> insane. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't see him winning the world title, but I do think that with the with the roster, you know, with, with them needing to build up more people, yeah, with, yeah. With, with, you know, them, just, you know, shuffling things around, yeah. I think Heath Slater has yeah. put in the time. He's very like Jeff Jarrett-like, where Jeff Jarrett, like, got a main event run eventually, <sighs> you know, and I know people didn't like it, but he was entertaining. <sighs> you can't say Jeff Jarrett wasn't entertaining. I hate Jeff Jarrett. What? Hate Jeff Jarrett. All Jeff, you're not a fan of Jeff Jarrett. Like when he was. I've never, I've never known anyone to believe they were better than they actually were as much as Jeff Jarrett does. <laughs> like there are people who are insecure, and he balances out the universe because he is so overconfident what he can do. But that being said. He is successful because of that. He has started promotions and been successful with them because oh, of yeah. that. He's worked himself into positions of power within numerous wrestling companies because of his overconfidence in himself. So as much as I may not like it, 
you can't argue his success with it. Oh, so, yeah. No, he's like a cat with nine lives, exactly. dude. Like, it's he a fair always, analysis. He like, you think he's dead, he pops right back up yep. and he's got a whole new thing going on. And in your people life. like him because enough people come to watch him do his stuff. Absolutely. Um, before we have to switch yeah, to the main yeah, yeah. event, uh, I, I also like that, you know, Heath Slater is getting almost like a Scott Armstrong like storyline, yeah, you know, where it's like the reluctant heel referee yeah. because the like guy in power is forcing him to do it. I like that, yeah. you know, I, I like Armstrong. that. That like you remember that it was yeah. very similar to that you know and 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 and, and uh. like you know even the whole like disqualification but then not yeah. I thought that was great yeah. you know like the fact that you're like wait he's oh these bastards yeah, like, yeah, yeah. these bastards like Corbin you bastard you figured out a new way to be an asshole <laughs> you bastard <Yeah>. Corbin <laughs> so I like that you know and then I, you right. know I, seeing Leo rush on Raw was awesome seeing yeah, him yeah. wrestle on Raw yeah. was so cool because I think that like. I've always I I thought I think Leo Rush is insanely talented. He is very so good. so I've, I'm a huge fan of his, and I, I it was cool seeing him get a win on Raw. Yeah, well, there's a red light. Yeah, All right, let's jump trying. on this. Thing. <laughs> well, uh, you, the Nia Jax promo was terrible. Damn, I, this oh has my god, been the, the worst buildup since Mark Henry John Cena. You know, at least Mark Henry had Wait. that funny promo with the retirement. Yeah, thing. I was going to say that, that that's like a legendary promo. You right, know? it is, but like it's so preordained what's going to happen here. Fair enough. That but at that, least that promo worked. Okay, whereas this pro these none of these promos have been working. At but all. you didn't like John Cena versus Mark Henry? That was a boring-ass match, man. Because you said and, funny, that promo. I feel like that promo was like a legendary no, no, promo. No, no, The retirement promo was brilliant okay, genius. Okay, I'm saying this this, this the setup. The build-up besides that. Right. This setup between them is a similar setup, but without that promo. Okay. And so this promo is so terrible. That's, the, the promo, none of the promos I, have been good. I don't know if it was her or the writing of it, but it was god-awful. Yeah. Like, I was just like... I try to be positive. Yeah, yeah, I try to be positive, but I was just sitting there just like, this is so bad. It's bad. And I texted people just like, am I the only one that thinks it's bad? And everyone's like, no, that was so bad. Yeah, Ember Moon was sitting in the back going, oh, Jesus Christ. And I also hate. I'm so I much hate, better than this girl. It was so stupid to me. <laughs> like, and maybe it's just like a dumb wrestling trope, but like when Raw, okay, so like two people are in the ring. Mm-hmm. Ronda comes running out. Right. They duck out of the ring. And she runs up to the ropes and then stands there. Why did you run out there if yeah. you weren't there to con- – the ropes? It's not a wall. Yeah. You just got to go through them. It happens all the time. I know, you know but it was – I don't know it's why. It's like choreographed shit. Yeah. It was just like you made this whole run out there. Yeah, yeah. Do something while you're there. And then yeah. it was like she just stood there and then Ember Moon did the same thing. It was like there was a force field between them. But they couldn't get through it. It right. drove me crazy. Did uh, Are we – is Tamina almost – I mean like this was tough to watch. I, I think Ember – I didn't like it. Ember's great, but Tamina, I think the injuries – there's just two men. I think they've caught up to her. I don't see flow in her rust. And this may be still ring rust or whatever, but it looked like um, Ember was carrying the whole match. Yeah. Carrying the, and, and Tamina was just taking the bumps and couldn't quite. Like that one where she kicked Tamina and Tamina's head snapped against the ropes before she reeled. I was scared. Yeah. And I think it was legitimate, her leaning against the pole and, or post, rather. It looked like a very dangerous possibility to like snap her neck back or hurt her some way. So I wonder if she got hurt and they just kind of pinned her. But you can tell it's Naya carrying this thing because yeah. Tamina's just out there to look rough. But Tamina's definitely there as her Naya muscle. destroyed her. Yeah. I mean, Ember uh, destroyed She's her. She's there to like take, Tamina's there to like take the hits for Naya, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it was rough. It was rough, and I didn't enjoy it. I hope this match is over quick. 
And I hope Ronda just destroys her. Once I would like a squash match with Ronda, and this one is it. So we can move on to the next thing. Because uh, Becky's already been talking about Twitter about how she wants. Oh, not talking, but there's rumors about how she wants Ronda. No, she That's said it. No, she, she said, said okay. it on air. She wants Ronda. She was Monday. like, I, it's, all, it's what I go to sleep thinking about. It's what yeah. I wake up thinking about. It's literally all I think about 24 7. It's the only question. It's only fair. Ronda and I are the two most popular people in the company right now. We should close the show. No matter what Charlotte thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, man. That, pic- the three, that three picture, black and white thing she posted of her lifting tires. I was like, damn right. Yeah, I saw your response. You were so pumped. I'd love that. Uh, all right. Rollins and Baron Corbin went at it for this TLC match for the title. Good match. Jesus Great Christ. Great match. This, is- this has to be Baron Corbin's best match. Absolutely. Hands down. Yeah. you got to give it up when credit is due. Yeah. This deserves a lot of credit. Agreed. What a fantastic match. He really Granted, he had up. Rollins as a dancing partner, which is Rollins great, but he's right. had Rollins as a dancing partner before. Yep. You know, I mean, yep. like, this was, you can't say it wasn't a good match. This like, may be Corbin sensing that his time as, a, as like, commissioner, like, it could be over, or general manager could be over here, and so he's going to go out on a, on, a, on a high note. Yeah. And so I like this match. I, I, I'm right there with you. Yeah. That I think the same thing that it was like, a, hey, okay, I'm probably going to go back to wrestling now. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> like, I might be back to wrestling soon if I, when I don't be, if I don't beat Braun Strowman this weekend. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I, I completely agree, and I think that, uh, uh, yeah, he killed it. Like, yeah. even so much so to where, like, the whole Heath Slater involvement, like, for a minute, even made me think that he was going to win. Like, I actually thought that Corbin was going to yep, win for a yep. minute. Like, I had it in my mind, like, oh, is Corbin going to win? Which, I can't, I mean, like, you know, Corbin pulling off believable near falls in a, or not near fall, but, 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 uh, yeah. almost winning the match status in a ladder match. Like, I thought that was great. Like, I, yeah. unexpected. Um, Heath kind of like being reluctant, but then still helping, but then it backfiring. All that was good drama. Yeah. I think it's building up towards something good down, you know, wherever it's all going. Yeah. I liked it. Um, and Seth, I mean, I agree, I think Seth should should keep the title. Yeah. If anything, I think I know we kind of said that he might lose the, the Intercontinental title, but I wouldn't mind him keeping the Intercontinental title to WrestleMania and it being like Intercontinental versus Universal, which Ooh. hasn't really been a thing that they've done that I can think. Of. Well, I mean, with Warrior and Hogan. no, I know, but I, with Universal title. Oh, right. They haven't really done like Universal title so. versus yeah, yeah. Intercontinental Champion yeah, I don't like that. Think so. And if they can build it up as like the Intercontinental Championship is on the same level as the Universal Championship, it'll yeah. it'll be a little. It'll make it less annoying when the Universal Championship isn't always there because the Intercontinental title is the main title. It's like the yeah. top Raw title. Which I, I kind of like. Yeah, I'm down with that. Uh, overall, I would say this is a, this was a little bit of a better Raw than we'd seen the last couple of weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, some of the things, like Ryan said, some of the beats kind of remain the same, but I also thought there was more, uh, at least there was better in-ring action overall in, in this uh, Raw than there has been in the last few weeks. So that's a positive, uh, I think, as well. Yes, I agree with you. Uh, everything you said right there. Before mm-hmm. we give all the plugs yeah. and get out of here for Collider Live. Yeah. Uh, one thing we have not talked about uh, the past few weeks okay. that has happened on the show that I just want to quickly get your opinion on. Yeah. And it's happened on all the shows. And I feel like it's one thing that we haven't really mentioned. Okay. Are the Lars Sullivan promos. Oh, yeah. What are you thinking about them? Not digging them. Really? How many times have we seen big guys come up with that kind of promo and they shit the bed? So to me, I'm not saying Lars is going to shit the bed. Fair. I'm saying I'm saying I've seen these promos so many times. They did promos like this for Rhino. They've done promos for all the big dudes who come up into the next level or come over to another brand. They do it all the time, and then they just don't they just don't do it. So even the way they're like building, he's like a monster. The I've seen Lars lose to Alistair Black. What monster are you talking about? Like Lars has lost multiple times in NXT. Yeah, so but this you, is not a monster. Forget- I'm afraid. Of, you forget, and these are lower quality wrestlers. You in terms forget of, how many people that watch 
right, there's a don't know. much larger right, right, portion right, right, right. who don't watch NXT than That's do. That's you fair. know, and so they don't know that. Right, so, right, I mean, right. just as, like, if you forget about NXT, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you think the vignettes are effective? In building him up so far, and like we don't know where he's coming, well, we don't know which brand he's going to be on. I, I'm the wrong guy to ask because I've watched since the '80s, so I've seen these promos yeah. multiple times for different guys, and they don't pan out. So to me, it's nothing new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's great that Lars is getting a push. I'm really shocked he's getting this kind of push because he essentially gets nobody really got this kind of announcement push to come in from NXT in quite some time. So to me, this excites me. Mm-hmm. This excites me in that way, me too. and it means that they're not just going to make him some big strong guy. That he's actually going to come in and have a story storyline have something to do and you know like you said and like we all know vince loves his big guys and this could be another guy to throw in the mix uh and i wonder how they're going to make it all play out but uh in that way i'm happy for lars because lars deserves it he did a lot of work down there in nxt but the promos themselves do absolutely nothing for me because until you get up there in the ring i don't believe that they're not going to fumble another nxt uh guy coming up into the main rosters yeah that's fair i mean they haven't really i mean Monster-wise, I feel like they've fumbled less monsters, like big guys. Sanity, have... Sanity's gone. Sanity's basically That's an not monsters, though. Those two dudes are big. Yeah. Uh, other than Eric, those are big dudes. The Ascension was a waste. Yeah. You yeah, know, AOP's been a waste to be, for the most teams. part. We haven't really had a solo monster, right? I'm trying to think. Like the only one I can think is like Braun, and he was never on TV in NXT. No, no, no. He was like he worked at you know in the live events. And I thought Braun was going to be a a bust. Did you? I did. When he came up with the Wyatts, I was like, another big dude doing Yeah, I kind of the same thing. I had no idea he had this personality. I'll be honest. When I first saw a picture of Lars, I thought the opposite. I thought, dude, that guy looks mm-hmm. like a star. People are going to be like, that guy looks scary. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I like that aspect. Because I don't think Braun's as scary looking. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like they gave him like a weird look when they brought him in. Uh, but yeah, no, I didn't I didn't like the like really tight up on his face promos. Yeah. Uh, but I did think it was funny that they say Lars Sullivan is lurking now. I He's thought lurking. That was, Lars Sullivan is lurking. I thought it was, I thought it was yeah. kind of funny. Plus, I don't like the briefs. I don't like guys who wrestle in briefs. I really? Don't anymore. As an old school wrestling yeah. guy? I just don't. I, yeah, I kind of, in, in that way, I'm a little, like, I'm not 100% consistent in that way. I don't like it. Like, Finn makes me uncomfortable in his briefs, and uh, so does so does Lars. I just don't like it. And the Revival dudes. I just don't like it. I, I don't mind Ziggler, because Ziggler's got the boxer briefs in essence. I like that R- Rollins fights in the long pants. I like long pants, and I like the boxer briefs. You're wearing the tidy whities in essence. Uh, it bothers me You're overall. a Hulk Hogan fan for life. Though. Yeah, well, Hogan's a whole nother animal. That was back then. I wouldn't want him now. Flair, too. Like, Flair wrestled in the briefs. That's great stuff back then. I would hate to see. Uh, by the way, Flair announcing that he can take bumps now. You stop it. You stop Old it. Old man, you stop what it. What I heard. You used to have a heart attack, you son of a bitch. I heard he can, like, it's not that he can take bumps. He, he can, can take like, a slap. He can get slapped. So Becky can slap it. Becky can slap it. Okay, okay. You know? <laughs> you climb in that fucking ring, old man. I'm going to shoot you myself. Yeah, that's what I heard. At yeah, least. yeah. Anyway, all right, let's wrap this up. That's our Raw, uh, Collider Body Slam Raw recap. Uh, please, Ryan, tell people when you can follow us or anything you do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website. At Wrestling Sheet on all social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos that we do. Podcast One, the Wrestling Sheet Radio feed. Search Wrestling Sheet Radio on Podcast One. I iTunes, where you find all the audio content we're putting out here at Pro Wrestling Sheet. 
Facebook.com via Collider. Uh, and yeah, just uh, keep following everything Collider does as well. Collider Sports, Collider Videos, Collider Games, Collider, Collider. All Collider. And you can follow me at The Rook Says on Twitter and on Instagram. Follow us there, everywhere that Ryan said, but also, you know, the main stuff on the Collider channel and Collider Sports. We've got a lot of stuff happening this week. Had a great Collider Sports time there with uh, uh, Matt Nost, Mark Ellis, and The Bachelor's Jared Haybon. Really great stuff. Uh, so we'll go to the Collider Sports channel, watch it on YouTube, and listen to it on the Collider Sports podcast channel. Okay, we got to get out of here. Collider Body Slam, uh, Smash. Smackdown Live recap tomorrow. Thanks for watching our Raw recap today. Take to you next time. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.